featuring six hours for a lifetime coming to you from an undisclosed location deep in the Appalachian mountain range. This is For The Broken. You know, we've been releasing these songs and uh, some of them's tough to dive into the lyrics. Um, there, there was some times in our lives when we wrote these songs that we was going through tough times, you know, and um, a lot of times in life we we get our eyes off the Lord. You know, there's there's a story in the New Testament about John, John the Baptist. You know, you take John for an instance. Um, John the Baptist was chosen of God, ordained of God to be the forerunner of Christ. And John even baptized our Lord in the river of Jordan. He heard a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. He saw the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove descend upon Christ. And John even testified the same voice that instructed me to prepare the way for the Lord is the same voice that I heard from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, who I'm well pleased. So John saw all these things. He saw Christ, you know, and even John the Baptist, Christ said, there's never been a man born of a woman woman greater than John the Baptist. But we read the story later on when Herod had John put in prison that John began to doubt. He got, he was in the, he was thrown in prison waiting, you know, we know at the end of it he was beheaded, but John was in prison, and some of his disciples came to John, and John said, "Go ask the Christ. Go ask. Go ask Jesus. Are you the one, or shall we look for another?" You know, John, even hearing the voice, seeing these miraculous things, he even doubted. And no, and you know, like Christ said, "No greater man born of a woman than John the Baptist." Even he, his faith got down that. He questioned, are you the Christ? Well, when, the, the, when John's disciples went to Christ, Christ said, you go tell John. You know, the lame walk, the deaf hear, the blind see, the gospels preach of the poor. You know, um, to assure John, yes, I'm the Christ. I'm the one. And that's often like us. Our faith gets low. We get in a dark place. And... You know, it takes the Lord to pick us back up, mm -hmm. to bring us in remembrance. Yeah. So, you know, some of these songs we've been, you know, we wrote 20 years ago. We was young, obvious. It's hard to dive into some of the lyrics. Yeah, because a lot of times with these, you know, we we purposed this ministry that that we were going to that we was going to use the songs as content as the songs released. This would be the content and the message subject of each podcast but you know as we've gotten into this stuff it's proven to be kind of difficult to go to revisit some of these memories because you know is it's intended to be uplifting these songs the lyrics are uplifting but at the same time it's kind of going back to some sometimes a darker place that's not so easy to talk about that's great yeah. and 
that being said, we will scratch the surface of some of these lyrics, but for the sometimes things are left better in the past. Absolutely. So, you know, Christ says that he'll cast our sins as far as the east is to the west, never be brought up to remembrance. And who are we to go back into some of this stuff and be like, oh, yeah, you remember this? this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for now, these little, I guess, short podcasts that me and Jeff are going to be doing in between, you know, the major releases, um, we're just going to be kind of freely talking and um you know as far as on the youtube channel maybe you guys can um go into the the uh, comment section and maybe leave some questions or uh maybe future topics that jeff and i can explore with these little short short podcasts um so yeah we're going to try this, see how it goes. And uh, like Jamie said, you know, just throw a comment in there. Maybe we can have something more ready, more prepared, um, more structured. But these first few will be, you know, we're kind of just talking, shooting from the hip. But, yeah, we do, we're doing this for for the glory of God. We're doing this to uplift um, people to bring you know, bring light in a, in a very dark world. And and we know anybody can look around and see how dark a world is, you know. But Christ foretold this and said, the love of many shall wax cold. So, you know, and God is love. Without God in the world, you know, without that light, it's just going to keep getting darker. And you got to keep spreading the good news. you got to keep spreading the gospel. you got to keep uplifting. you got to keep striving as apostle paul said striving to perfection i i press towards the mark of the high calling that is in christ jesus our lord you know and 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 back to you know sometimes our faith gets weak apostle paul you know we think we've got faith sometimes and apostle paul you know one of the greatest apostles my opinion the greatest apostle but he had a thorn in his flesh a messenger of satan that buffeted him about and he prayed to the lord three times you know paul had the faith uh, that god could remove that thorn or he wouldn't ask god you know jesus said you have not because you ask not because you ask him this so apostle paul knowed if he had a grain of a mustard seed he can say that mountain be thou removed and cast to the sea and it'll be done but that comes into the will of god for our lives you know you can't name it and claim it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he has mercy on who has mercy. He hardens on who he hardens. So Apostle Paul knowed the Lord could remove his flesh. He knowed it. He asked him. Right. But the Lord chose not to. He said, Apostle Paul, my, my grace is sufficient for you. When you're weak, I'm strong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to remove this, Paul. No. That's there for a reason. And I think a lot of times, too, with say such instances as that to where it feels like the, the weight of a situation is extremely extremely heavy to bear and you feel like you're never going to move through this without some kind of intervention that pray to God God please take this away from me it's too much for me to bear 
or Lord, please help me through this situation, you know, with your guidance, and you feel like your prayers don't leave the room. But I think that during these times, it's necessary for the individual to get through this as it is to build the character to prepare you for the future. What do you think? You're exactly right. Uh, we're refined, as I think you discussed in one of our podcasts about we're being refined, we're tried by fire, we're right. being refined. Um, and that makes these things and trials and temptations and tribulations we go through it it refines you. Let me ask you this. Okay. In Hebrews 5, in the uh, fifth chapter, the eighth verse, I'll, I'll go back to the seventh. It says, In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. And then in verse eight, it says, Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. What do you think about that? Through suffering, he was made. That's what he it was says. Made perfect. That's exactly what it says. Now, I mean, that's now the, God heard him. Mm-hmm. His father heard him. Right. He heard him. But he still had to go to the cross. But when I seen that, it kind of put in perspective. For one, that Christ, he was divine. But at the same time, he was just a man. And just like you and me. So I'm looking at the times in my life, and I've heard all through, all throughout my life that Christ was tempted with every single issue that, that you will encounter in your life. Absolutely. And then I'm thinking to myself as a younger Yet person. without sin. Right. I'm thinking to myself as a younger me, so... So Christ went through this, but he's divine. How did he, how was he tempted of this? You know, but then as I've gotten older and I've studied God's word, I've come to the realization that Christ, as divine as he was, he was, he was still yet a man. Flesh and blood. And he walked among us and he did encounter, it might not be the exact same situation but it was something pertaining to the situations that we encounter you know daily in our lives yeah and i thought that that was really really interesting that it says right here he learned obedience through what he suffered and being made perfect being made perfect through suffering through suffering absolutely and that is brilliant to me that is a flawless system that god's put before us that it is up to us where we go from our trials. We can choose to strive for the mountain, and when we peek out, then we see on the other side, oh, okay, that makes sense. Or we can choose to dwell in it and be miserable. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep wallering in it. You know, and I think so much, so many times, like for me, for instance, I choose to be miserable. I don't. I choose to. I choose to deal with these things on my own. That's the nature of the flesh. Yeah. When in all reality, if I open up my eyes and be receptive of what God's promise is, for one, I've already won the fight. In in one instance, and and then for two, He's there with me every step of the way to the end of the fight. But it's up to me to allow Him to be with me 
Does that make sense? Oh, am absolutely. I, am I getting too far off? Like, no, absolutely. Like David said, he said, you know, the Lord knows my risings. He knows my downsettings. You know, God knows us in and out. You know, that's why it says he'll not never put no more upon you that right. you're unable to bear. Yes. But with every temptation, make an escape route. So when these things come upon us and we're being tried by t- either temptation or tribulation or persecution, God, just like Job, God had confidence in Job mm-hmm. because God asked Satan, have mm-hmm. you tried my servant Job? Yeah. I can't do nothing with him. you got a hedge about him. Take the hedge. Lift the hedge. I'll get him to curse you to your face. Mm-hmm. But God had confidence in Job. And that's sometimes, you know, when you get to know your creator, you know, and get to know God. You know, you find out that, you know, as undeserving we are, God still has confidence in us because we wouldn't be in this situation because God's not slack concerning his promise. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to make an escape route. We just got to trust and believe. And and like it says, a just man will fall seven times, but he will rise again. Right. Not saying we're going to overcome it the first time around. You know, that's where it comes with, you know, Little children, I write unto you not to sin. But if you do sin, you have an advocate with the Father. You know, right. God knows us. Our, like, you know, we're being refined. We're being tried. You know, we're being molded. Yes. Into uh, as you know, to what God wants us to be while we're on this earth. And I think too, a lot of this refinement and a lot of this tribulation, if you will. You know, individual tribulation or trials, or whatever you want to look at it. I think a lot of that too comes into the the situation to once we can get to the point to where we know that God has purpose from this issue, whatever it may be, then we can explore the idea of what our calling is. Exactly, because if if you read also in the scriptures, it says, um, I think Paul wrote to Timothy. I believe, don't hold me to that. But the scripture says, not entangling yourselves with the affairs of this life, okay, but but being able and fit a soldier, fit for the master's use, okay. Right. Love not the world nor the things in the world. For all's in the world, lust the eye, pride of life, and the lust of the flesh. These shall pass away, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. So the more he gets the world out of us, the more he we start walking more in the spirit, the more he can put us in, like you said, what's our purpose? Mm-hmm. What's his work for us? Because right. The work he begins in you, he's able to finish until sure. day Christ Jesus. But, and, and that being said, you know, we're being tried. We fall. The, the key thing is keeping your eye single, that your whole body may be full of light. Mm-hmm. Looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher, finisher of our faith. For the joy was set before him, he endured his cross, despising right. the shame. Just the scripture you just read, yeah. you know, he learned, he he was made perfect through his trials. So we're going to be made perfect through our trials. Sure. And I think I, and I think that it's important as, as Christians, especially new, new Christians and, and newly obtained salvation you are on a high 
if you will, um, for some time, and then the realization sets in that the hedge gets took down. Right. <laughs> this is where the rubber meets the road, and it's important to, I think, for young Christians to to realize that you have to stay busy with the work of the Father. Yep. Because this is from 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 my perspective and from my experience this is where I'm the most happiest within my faith is when I'm doing work for God. But anyway, we've rambled on here. Hope you got something out of it. Uh, You know, back to faith, back to the work that he begins in, in you. If Christ is working the work in you, he's able to finish it daily, Christ Jesus, until the day of Christ Jesus. Keep the faith. Keep pressing forwards. Look into him. Yes. And you can't go wrong. My sheep know my voice. Strangers they'll not follow. And all thy ways acknowledge the Lord, and he shall direct thy path. Yep. So in saying that, I think it's time to close. Until uh, next time, we'll give you another short. Jamie, go ahead. Take us out of here. Yeah, until next time, stay in the word. Stay read up. Stay prepared. And uh, be about your father's business. We are six hours for a lifetime. We love you. God bless.